with news, commentary, controversy, and information about officiating high school sports, this is Officiating Oklahoma. Now here's your host, Jason Cycle. Hey guys, we're back again. It's going to be the, the old part three of the four-part episode and uh, involving the rules changes in the National Federation uh, as in concerns to football. Uh, anyway, do you uh, remember the oh the other two we talked about? Um, oh, the forty-second play clock and the uh, replay in the um, uh, oh the state qualifiers, championships, playoff games, basically. Uh, don't forget to um, oh go back and listen to episodes one and two if you haven't listened to those. But um, let's go ahead and get into this one. It's going to be uh, oh this one's going to be combined of uh, oh three or four things here. Um, they've uh, let's let's see let's let's get into this one first. It's going to be a. Uh, Oh, talking about uh, scrimmage formations um, for you guys that are, uh, you know, using the uh, the coach talk. You don't actually use the oh proper terminology. The uh, oh in the past, the uh, sideline officials, the um, dang, the headlinesman and the line judge would count the number of offensive linemen on the field. In 11-man football, you know, you've got to have, you know, seven on the line of scrimmage. The uh, two officials count on, uh, you know, their side of the snapper. So, you know, if you've got three on your side of the snapper and the other official has three, well, then you know when you include the snapper that you've actually got, uh, you know, your seven guys on the line of scrimmage. That's all you have to worry about. You just look at the line of scrimmage and it's over with. Um, it was very simple. Uh, it was, it's been done that way for years. It was extremely simple. Uh, one of the things they're changing this year is they're, you know, going into, uh, college. They're doing what the college officials, college rule books have. And, uh, you know, that's going to be one of the things we talk about is, uh, why don't we just go to, you know, NCAA rules since that's just about what everything is going to now. Um, Anyway, the uh, they're going to redefine uh, the requirements for a legal scrimmage kick or scrimmage formation. I'm sorry. Uh, they're simply just going to allow uh, for it to be a legal formation that you just have to have five offensive players on the line of scrimmage, and you can't have more than four backs in the backfield. Okay, they're saying this change is going to make it easier to identify legal and illegal offensive formations. Well, I'm just going to be honest with you. That is bull crap. Okay, now the sideline officials are going to have to look. They're going to count and make sure that there's five at least on the line of scrimmage. Then they're going to have to look in the backfield to see if there's a minimum of four. I don't understand the change. Okay, if or a maximum of four, I, I'm sorry. If um, you can't have more than four people in the backfield, then why don't they just leave it alone and have them count seven on the line of scrimmage? Okay? the This new rule says they have to have at least five on the line of scrimmage. Okay? If you have to have at least five, but you can't have more than four in the backfield, 
where are they going to go? Then they're going to have to be on the line of scrimmage or they're only playing with nine players. Okay, so they've made this change. So instead of it being extremely simple how it was last season where, you know, the sideline officials, they make a quick count. I mean, this thing, it takes a less than a second. You look up, you identify, yep, I've got so many on my side. You communicate with the other side, and you can see exactly how many are on the line of scrimmage. Now, with this change, okay, you're going to have to be able to look and count how many total are on the line of scrimmage. So the sideline officials are still going to have to communicate. They're going to have to communicate with each other because you're not going to be able to see if someone on the other side of the line of scrimmage or on the other side of the snapper is on the line of scrimmage. Okay, you cannot tell if that person is breaking the waist of the snapper. Okay, it's I don't care what you say, it's impossible. Okay, so the other guy on the other side of the field is still going to have to communicate with each other. Both sideline officials will still have to communicate. Okay, so they're going to have to count and see who's on each side of the snapper. Okay, then they're going to have to look in the backfield and make sure that there's not more than four back there. All right, they, I, I don't understand why they're doing this. This They've basically taken something that was extremely simple and complicated the crap out of it. Um, instead of just counting one thing and getting it over with, now they're going to have to count two things. They're still going to have to communicate. They've added an extra step onto the sideline, guys. It's, it's a waste. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, National Federation, the way they done it last season, is it was it was already simple. Nothing needed to be changed. Okay, you have to have seven on the line of scrimmage. That's it, cut and dry, simple. Okay, now this year they're still going to have to communicate. You're adding an extra step to them. They're going to have to look in the backfield, and you know, it's it's a joke. I don't know why they did this. And here I am, I'm reading it on the website, and there's no explanation for it. They're, they don't say why, they, you know, anything. So, I mean, if a team runs out onto the field and, you know, they've only got, I'll say they've got the nine players. If, well, you know, it doesn't matter how many players they got, you've still got to count the guys on the line of scrimmage and say you've got, oh, six on the line of scrimmage, and you've got five in the backfield because the left tackle isn't breaking the waist of the snapper. Okay, you're still going to have coaches complaining about it because they say it that you can't see that or it's hard to determine that or you know. So the sideline officials should not give a crap about how many people are in the backfield. It's I, I there's no purpose in this. Okay. And this is going to be one of the things that I'm going to talk about as far as uh, the guys on my crew. We are, uh, you know, I'm going to tell them, and, you know, you still got to count your line of scrimmage. You've still got to make sure that there's five on the line. Okay? I I don't know. I mean, how how is the going to be the best way to cover this? Are you going to have to have your referee look to see how many backs are – there are, and then he's going to have to look at both uh, sideline officials to see if they give him a signal to let him know if the receiver on their side is off the line of scrimmage. I mean, 
that it, it, I don't know, it's a joke. This shouldn't have been touched with. They shouldn't have messed with it. There was no problem with this, but instead they complicated it. Um, I have a feeling that uh, most likely there was a coach that complained about it or threw a fit, and that's what they're doing is catering to it. Um, and that's going to lead me to the other thing is, is that, you know, the people that are uh, deciding these rules, how many of them are sports officials? I mean, it kind of makes me wonder if any of them are because the the constant changes that we have and the problems that there are with them. I mean, uh, they're going to have to change this next season because we're going to have uh, numerous problems with it. Uh, you're going to have to change the way the officials are have been trained. You're going to have to change, you know, the way they do their, you know, preliminary snap routine there there's a lot of changes that are going to have to take place and there's going to be some growing pains because of the uh, issues at hand because you know we've got people implementing rules that have no idea as to what they're doing um you know the next thing that we're going to talk about because I could talk about the line of scrimmage for hours I mean it's already got me worked up and I'm just a single person just you know talking on uh you know, this podcast, but, uh, let's go on. I've beat that horse enough. Yeah, I think it's dead. Um, another thing that they changed is going to be, oh, in the interest of, uh, oh, player safety, the, uh, uh, tripping used to in the past, you could trip any, uh, you could only trip the back. You couldn't trip any player. Um, they're saying that, uh, it can put anyone at risk. So that's another one of the changes is that, um, you're going to be prohibited from tripping the runner. Um, I'm okay with this. If you think about it, if a, uh, defensive player is getting blocked out of the play and he just kind of kicks his foot up and, you know, trips the back to make the tackle or whatever it may be, you know, he really didn't make the tackle. He was getting blown away. He sticks his leg up. He's... He, he got lucky, okay? If you get beat like that, yeah, you don't deserve to make any kind of tackle, and tripping is, you know, going to be a big one. Um, you know, how often have you guys called tripping? How, how often has it happened? Um, I think in the, uh, the 20 years that I've done it, I've called it once, and uh, it was one of those things where a uh, – offensive lineman got blown up he got pushed down and as a defensive player went past him he stuck his leg out and tripped him to keep him from making a tackle so yeah i I think i've called it once uh the other thing they're changing again um this is another one of those uh growing pain deals is uh they've made a uh, a change to the horse tackle um now if you grab the nameplate area of uh the jersey of the runner that is directly below the back collar and you pull the runner to the ground that's now going to be a horse collar used to you had to grab the inside of the uh, shoulder pads or the inside of the jersey uh, on the back or on the sides now they're including the nameplate so you don't have to grab the inside of the jersey you have to grab the outside on the nameplate um you know, if you've got a good hard runner, somebody grabbing you by that nameplate right there and you're going forward, that's really not going to slow you down. Um, you know, you run hard and there shouldn't be a horse collar there in any way unless you stand straight up. But I can understand it. They're, you know, in National Federation, they're huge on uh, player safety and that seems like a lot of the rules that get 
put in place or adopted, that's going to be the, the bigger changes that they've made. Um, but anyway, I'm going to wrap this episode up. It's going to be a short one. It's uh, basically just involved the player safety and that uh, stupid change to the uh, uh, legal scrimmage formation. I'm uh, interested to see how this looks when they get the rule book done. And uh, the other thing is, uh, now I'm talking about this now, they still have not put exactly what they're going to put into the rule books. Nothing has changed. Um, you know, they haven't said anything about uh, mechanics or anything like that that's going to, you know, coincide with these new changes. So uh, it'll be interesting to see once the uh, rule book gets out. But um, anyway, I'm going to thank you guys for listening to this podcast. I uh, appreciate uh, everything. I've uh, all had numerous phone calls, text messages. I've had a lot of people listen to this that I didn't think would listen to it. And uh, it's been kind of surprising. But anyway, if you're listening to me on uh, anchor.fm, you can uh, actually oh, send in questions. You can make comments. You can do it over your phone through their app. And uh, I can play those live when you ask those questions. I can actually do, you know, something to where I can have a guest online. So if you guys uh, want to be on the show with me, you want to talk about something, something's coming to mind, uh, you know, holler at me. We can uh, get that done. And, uh, you know, don't forget to, you know, follow me on Facebook, Twitter, uh, on Instagram. Then there's uh, uh, anchor.fm. Uh, on all those after, uh, you know, the dot com or whatever it may be, it's going to be a, a forward slash officiating okay, and that's how you're going to be able to find me uh, on all major social media networks. It's going to be officiating okay. But uh, anyway, appreciate you guys for listening, and uh, we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to Officiating Oklahoma, hosted by 20 year veteran sports official Jason Cycle. Please visit our website at officiatingok.com and be sure to join us soon for another episode of Officiating Oklahoma.